Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Total Recall. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Get you ass to Mars. Get you ass to Mars. Get you ass to Mars. Cue the theme song. Very quiet. Your whole life is just a dream. Come on. Don't bullshit me. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. You're in a Johnny Cat. Get your ass to boss. Now, open your mind to me. If I'm not me, who the hell am I? You're nothing. You're nobody. You're a stupid dream. All right. 1990 brings us science fiction, Paul Verhoeven movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sharon Stone, Michael Ironside, a couple other familiar faces I'm sure you would recognize, Total Recall, oh my, so good a movie that they remade it recently and it's horrible, the remake, but basically we're in a not so distant future. Where Doug Quaid, who's a construction worker, is just obsessed with Mars. But his very nice wife, Sharon Stone, says, Let's not go to Mars, honey. Let's not do that. And hijinks ensue. No, just kidding. He gets uh, the the bright idea to run to this place called Recall, where we can get a brain implant for a vacation that he'll never take. And he may or may not have a schizoid embolism. And there may be a chick with three tits. What are you going to do? This also feels relevant because uh, with what's going on right now with no air travel, no one wants to go anywhere. That that this was this would somehow be how people actually have experiences in the future, so that uh, we're not a polluting the skies with airplanes and polluting the environment with with uh, cruise ships and cars and RVs. Well, if we do this to save the planet. We just have our little uh, our little experience in our brains. And the big gigantic throne chair. Yeah. That like like this would not be how it was. It would be you'd be laying on a table, um, like in a surgical room. It would look like an Apple store. And you'd be laying on a table and they'd they put something they'd they'd put you out and then they'd hook you up to a little computer and then they'd have you on your he, he's in a gigantic throne chair. Yeah. And did anyone <laughs> notice this? Why is why is his arms clamped down at recall? Like, do people freak out and, like, yeah, try and kill they, everybody? They, they do occasionally. Because when he starts freaking out and shit, that guy's like, oh, this happens. <laughs> but yeah, the thing okay. is, is that he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Gigantic man. And they were like, this little Velcro should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have yeah, put vice grips around his, his ankles and, and uh, wrists. It's Why, pretty funny. When, when they would when, when they would be putting Velcro on, I'd be freaking out a bit. Well, it's like they'd have to tell you when you're signing up for it, and they'd be like, then we'll sit you in our Master 7000 chair. Oh, what's that chair like? Ah, it's the scariest chair imaginable, but don't worry, we latch you in. <laughs> Later on, they're at least smart enough to use metal clamps on the table, but Arnold rips those out too. You just can't clamp that uh, man down. That's a good point. You're just saving on cost. Yeah, Going pretty Velcro? much. It's like the Arnold guys, they're getting out anyway, so we'll take the Velcro ones. It'll save us 400 measly credits. Yeah, you know how many of these we're buying? We recalled them 13 times last week. 
You know what the iron is on that, baby? It's too much. <laughs> Uh, also, it's interesting that those guys have, uh, later on, the bad guys have two of those chairs side by side in a room Because <laughs> they're always using two of those chairs side by side. Yeah. That's, this is that's the future. One, one chair has been proven to be the perfect chair uh, for torture or recall or whatever. And yeah. um, this what is the chair. What are they using it for? What are they using it for, though? What do they, why do they have the chairs? I mean, chairs? dentists, dentists, this is their favorite chair. Uh, waterboarders, they like it as well. It reclines far, goes backwards, comes with a towel if you buy two. Yep. This chair's the chair. Um, well, the other funny thing is, um, so Arnold is watching TV a lot. He's always watching uh, Mars News. And every time he flips on the channel, it's like Cohagen giving shit to the rebels and shooting rebels violently on your morning news. And he's like, let's go and leave it there, leaving Mars. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, no. What the hell? And then when Arnold arrives at Mars, eventually, he gets out of off the jet, finds uh, Benny in his cab, and immediately there's a rebel attack. So what it's like on the news is actually what it's like on Mars. <laughs> Yeah, and he wants to go there so desperately. His wife doesn't even argue about the violence and stuff, I don't think. Does she Does she say we shouldn't go there because it's basically a fucking war zone? No, she keeps just deterring. She, she just keeps deterring with no specific reason. She's like, let's go to yeah. Saturn. What about we could get fucking killed? What about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. his obsession makes no sense. Well... Well, it's because it's his truer nature. Apparently. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's that's ultimately what it is. But it, it's kind of funny to see him seeing all that violence and being like, "Yeah, that's my life." But but even okay, but even that would be weird because let's say that there wasn't all those that all that violence and upheaval going on on that planet. Look at the planet. No one would want to go there and visit it. It's some kind of a fucking weird mining colony. It's not even like it's not. Why would there even be? Why would there be any tourism whatsoever to Mars? Yeah, like, who wants to go be? to a place that had, that can only afford paper thin windows, and that's the only thing between your eyeballs being sucked out of your head and having a nice vacation at a place where you might get shot? Yeah, it's yeah, real short sighted to have domes made of glass that can be broken by bullets from guns, which there are a shitload of. Yeah, everyone's shooting. No one fucking values their life there. No, it's crazy there. It's like the Wild West. Were we saying when the movie was going on, like Arnold at one point gets on a train, but the scope and scale of Mars doesn't seem that big. It seems tiny. Like, if they would have found yeah. it in five minutes. There's, mm. like, nothing there. There's Venusville, a couple of hotels, and that's it. The hill. No, they have, a, they have a whole fucking uh, red light district. Like, a super burnt-down red light district. That's Unless Venusville, that's just Mars. Is that no, the only I'm, thing going on, or is there like also like a rich neighborhood? Yeah, maybe. I saw nothing. I, don't know. I saw nothing but Venus. Well, I mean, they don't show it. Maybe that's where Co Copenhagen lives, or whatever his fucking name is. Like, there's so got to anyway, be something better than that. No one just wants to go live in the fucking projects on a different planet. They're like, oh, so, go to the projects, but it's worse and smaller, and I can never escape. So wait, me it's up. a it's a mining colony, so they're all just a bunch of... That's what I'm saying. No one's going to visit. It would be like there being a ton of tourism to some fucking Ohio mine fucking place where 
where people just mine. It was like, oh, well, this tourist bus is going to the fucking mine. Why, why are people going to the mining yeah. plant? It would be like they opened a mine in South Central Los Angeles. Yeah, and then people yeah. go there for tourism. Yeah, but then people the, be like, "Him and his love the coal mine amongst <laughs> gang violence." <laughs> yeah, so That's anyway, my shit. I want so to anyway, go. So he wants to go there, and his wife doesn't like think he's batshit crazy, but she's just like, "Oh no, maybe we should We should go somewhere else." And then she bangs him so that he won't go there. Or does she bang him first? Oh no, he has his dream. <laughs> even his, even his dream is, even his dream in his dream. He's walking outside in a desolate planet and like busts his face shield and all, and dies. And then he's like, "I want to go. I want to go to that planet because of my dream." Yeah. Like, shouldn't his dream? Shouldn't his dream have been good? How much self-loathing do you have that that's your paradise? So, <clears throat> here's something. This movie, uh, whether or not you'd call it deep, many people would not. But there are uh, people who have some discussion online, and there's a there's a moment where you got to ask yourself: Is Arnold just experiencing his recall trip? And from when he goes to recall till the end of the movie, that's his trip. And basically, as the movie fades out, I think the movie fades to white. Um, that's when his recall trip ends. Or is he actually what he says to be? And his his. Uh, Quaid uh, persona was one that was installed to save his spy persona. I'll give you my argument why it is not just all his recall. And you can dismiss this as fucking stupid or not. To me, a successful recall business would not function by giving you a recall where your spouse is the fucking is your nemesis and, and arch villain and not even like your sexy nemesis. Like they never, they don't have this passion between them that they just fuck in the middle of the movie because they can't help but hate each other, but love each other. It's, they just don't like each other really aside from the fact that they seem to be married, but the recall place would have put a memory in his brain where his wife is constantly trying to kill him and is holding secrets from him. When he comes back from that recall, he would have this fucking horrible memory in his head of his wife. There would be an instant divorce. Bam, lawsuit, recall. Now Arnie owns it. Shut down forever. Right? Not happening. I think and, it's not, and I think I'm it's buying not the recall. It. I'm buying it. And my and my argument would be I'm gonna be pro it's the recall. And Let's the reason it. why is because and we're gonna skip to the I would have to skip to the end here. Is it's fine, okay? everyone listening has seen this movie. This has to be his recall because basically he gets shot out of a mountain from the force of space sucking him out. And by the time he hits the ground, before he can die, this planet of Mars has an environment that that has rain and clouds and he can breathe the oxygen before he dies. Before like he hits the ground. And there's insta-fucking environment. The only way that could happen is if it was in his imagination. Yeah. Because that is complete bullshit. Well, I mean, there's also a race of people with foreskin across their face. So, I'm going to say... With head vaginas? And head vaginas. That all seems fine to me. I think um, I've always thought that it was his recall experience. Because as they're putting him into it, they're showing him the woman that he ends up meeting... And they say things like, uh, oh, aliens, yes, and blue sky on Mars. 
<clears throat> they say all these things that end up happening. So that really supports that it is his experience. But why was he dreaming of the woman before? Before he went to recall when they apparently put that memory in his head. He had dreamt of this well, exact woman. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, though, is they, uh, they try and make it ambiguous. But I don't know if by the time I got to the end, I didn't give a shit, which it was. <laughs> if I went to a place like that and they were like, hey, you want to take an awesome vacation? We can make you a secret spy and you can go through this massive adventure and it'll be like this crazy thing. Do you want to do that? I'd be like, 100%. Is there going to be any real pain? They'd be like, a lot. I'd be like, well, probably no. Because <laughs> he pulls that fucking giant uh, marble out of his nose. Yeah. He gets the fucking Mars experience at the end where his head is basically would never be the fucking same. No. It would be all ripped apart and putty, right? Yeah, oxygen doesn't just run over your body and suddenly fix your eyes having bulged out of your skull and your tongue exploding. No way. That guy would look like, um, what's that fucking shitty uh, Play-Doh guy? Mr. Bill or whatever that used to get fucked up on Saturday Night Live all the time? Right. That's basically his face now. Yeah. Play-Doh, Play-Doh Mr. Bill. <laughs> Play-Doh Mr. Bill. That was Mr. Bill. <clears throat> So, no, so, no, no. <laughs> so also, I don't, I don't. So also, let's talk about the setup. So, so he is, he's some kind of a construction worker, and he's with his hot ass fucking wife, who's married to a construction worker, and that doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever. That more than I, more than I wish it did. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, he. Uh, I, I still don't understand what their deal was, why they did this. Like, they, I don't understand what their plan was or their strategy. So he was supposed to, they, let's say it was real. So they took him and put a different person, they, they removed his memories and put a different memory inside of him about marrying this hot woman and being a construction worker. So fucking what? So he can infiltrate the rebel? Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how... What, where, I don't understand, I, I don't, I don't get, like, he said that the plan went awry because he hit some kind of memory cap and was activated too soon, yeah. but let's say they activated him at the right time. What was going to happen? When were they going to activate him? How was he going to infiltrate <clears throat> the fucking rebellion on Mars? Like, I don't, like, I, that, that was never properly explained. Yeah. Because the construction workers knew they were bad guys too, because they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> And then he fucking kills them all. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And Michael Ironside is trying to kill him at every moment. So, like, there's an element. There's even a moment where they acknowledge, like, that plan's too perfect. And he's like, perfect my ass. And doesn't Michael Ironside know who he is? He, d he didn't know enough to, to not try and kill him. He thought he was actually a threat. But he was just supposed to look like he was pursuing him. Because the more the bad guys looked like they were fighting Quaid, the more the rebels would want to bring him in, I guess, because of his knowledge. I don't know, but then he had his—he had this whole pre-existing relationship with Melina uh, as and, as and the spy, and then I don't know how he was expecting that to know. I—I I don't. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Copenhagen wasn't him and Copenhagen like best <laughs> friends? Did they say that we were best friends? Copenhagen. So wouldn't Michael Ironside know him? Like, yeah. did Michael Ironside not know him? No, he did. I get the sense that he just didn't like him and actually was, like, trying to kill him. He was like, this guy's plan is garbage and I'm going to kill him. But he knows he's his boss's best friend. That's never mentioned. I, I, like, he's I, like, I'm going to kill your best friend. 
Yeah. And why is your best friend married to your? Why is your best friend married to my girlfriend? Like he, he acted like his girlfriend married some stranger, and he he knew it was a part of some kind of plan, but he didn't know. It was almost like yeah, that's right. So him and Michael Ironside would have hung out with him and and Sharon Stone at parties, and then the next week Sharon Stone would be like banging him and be like, "This is my assignment is to bang this guy." Yeah. It, no, that that's too weird when you think about it like that. <laughs> None of it makes any fucking sense. The fuck that Michael Ironside was dating her or whatever, because he kisses her when he comes in. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe he secretly has all a thing for Ernie, any... though, and was looking for some seconds, though. None of that didn't make any sense at all. Like, there's no way Copenhagen wouldn't have told Michael Ironside what was going on if he was going to be fucking Michael Ironside's girlfriend. <laughs> Like, they're, they're a thruple, dude. They're a thruple. You seen Tiger King? Maybe, Same yeah. Same shit. Maybe. I have not seen Tiger King. Are you wrecking it for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> not really, no. No, not at all. There's a thruple, okay. except for in Tiger King. Am I King the only dudes? one here who, who hasn't seen Tiger King? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll watch Tiger King. All right. <laughs> okay, so... feel like you're in Florida for a couple days. How do we feel about the look and feel of of this movie? Um, so this is it's very shitty. It's a very shitty movie. The cars are terrible. No, no, no one's ever building a car like Johnny Cab. Those are everybody's cars too. <laughs> Dude, those things are straight out of a nightmare. Yeah, there's no way that those are what cars are. Yeah, like in this, any future. They also tried that, to do their best at making futuristic guns, but mostly. Mostly, what we uh, looked at when the, all the guns have these unnecessary, like bolt catches and and other extruding pieces of the gun that would just like no one uses a holster either. They're all just like jamming um, pistols into the back of their pants. Like with the with the surfaces of these guns, they just get caught on everything. If you try to draw down and be caught on your belt, that wouldn't work out too well. And then other guns just had like finger protectors, like grooves over the front of the grip. Uh, and it doesn't make it very practical unless you're constantly banging your fist against something while you're in firefights. So that X-ray machine was also a big highlight on the trailer when that movie came out because yeah. it was so cool because you could see the skeleton. And it makes First a cool all, noise when he bounces through. Yeah, that makes, so that makes no sense. That's the whole reason that they made that is so you could have the scene where there's guys standing on one side with guns and other guys chasing him on the other side and he jumps through it. But if you think about it, if let's just say that was a plate glass window yeah. if, and there's both sides were open. If a guys are chasing you and there's guys in front of you and you jump through the plate glass window, they're just going to shoot you. Yeah. Like on the other side <laughs> of the fucking window. Yeah. He did, that, did, that did nothing to help him. The cop that, that is closest to him, because Arnold just runs in the direction of one of the cops. All the cop would have to do is they like just, just reach over and grab him, but he did they not. They stood there. They stood there like they were so disappointed that their big glass sc- scanner had been broken. They're like, "Oh, they're gonna be, be weeks before." <laughs> and the guys chasing him would have just shot him like the glasses down now. Or they Absolutely. could just shoot him. He's standing right fucking there. Yeah, I got the impression but, it was like an airport, and they're not supposed to be just like offloading their weapons. So it's like you're trying to be nonviolent. But then they, on the escalator, they shoot everybody. They shoot. What do you, what do you well, mean? Well, they're not the same. They're not the same people, though. The, 
the security guards are not with the bad guys, so they, they're non-violent, though he still could have just re- re- reached out and grabbed Arnold. Uh, but the other bad guys, I mean, oh my god, the squibs in this movie, the blood like from shooting people and how Arnold is using people as, as human shields and stuff like that and picking oh, yeah. up dead bodies riddled with bullets and throwing them at bad guys. This movie is insanely violent and gross, as you'd expect for Paul Verhoeven. The, the thing I noticed the most is that what, the thing with his character, who I'm supposed to like, gets so many innocent bystanders killed. Oh, yeah. Gunned down, assassinated, even uses one injured fucking innocent bystander as a human shield. Yeah. And that was crazy. I've never seen the hero use a, a person, an innocent person, as a human shield ever. Yeah, and it's because... the only movie you'll ever see that. Because of his um, uh, botched entrance into Mars, too. Like, that's basically his fault that the, the people were sucked out. Yes, everyone killed. It's all his fault. Yeah. It's, Probably a uh, hundred people, innocent people, die. What about all the people in Venusville? He gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. They go and attack that bar and they shoot the, sh- the fucking three-titted chick gets killed because of him. Yep. It's no true. more girl with three boobs. And, th- and if it wasn't for that, I mean, we wouldn't have to see that, sad. that little lady up on the bar with her machine gun. And stabbing one of the main secondary bad guys in the gut with a knife from across the room. Yeah, That's the, the little person. Yeah. Hey, congrats on remembering Stabber. The, um, the little stab, stabber. Yeah, little the little stabber. person looks like she's like not in on it for most of that first part of the the bar shift. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I she agree. just gets like a fucking Mac Ten from the bartender. Yeah, and just starts <laughs> off from the hip. I don't know, like that control. I don't know, danger. It's totally, it's totally true. Brent's right. I didn't even know she was in on the rebellion until she just like she just like last minute just goes for it. Yeah, she's just <laughs> like, concerned about the scene and then explodes. Yeah. So, that would be terrifying, seeing her on the bar just firing Mac 10 at you. No, the terrifying thing would be seeing her running at you screaming, yeah, and then stabbing you in the stomach. <laughs> oh, that, that would be, be way crazy. more terrifying. You're so <laughs> right. That would be way worse. <laughs> yeah, once those knives break the skin... You're like, oh my god, what is happening? You couldn't do anything either. No. I guess, oh what, are you punching? what are you punching her? I guess you start punching her. What else can you do? I think, I think you um, definitely strike her. <laughs> yeah, but it's too late by then. It's so crazy. Yeah. You, you'd be in shock. You probably wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be like, where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're small, but you're not that small. Jesus, this has been a horrifying death. <laughs> I thought that the special effects and the set design were pretty terrible all the way through the movie. The, world, the movie, the 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 makeup is terrible. They so they made a huge mistake in this movie of over leaving shots on certain models too long. Like there's a couple of shots of Ernie like taking something out of his nose when he's taking out the tracker. Oh yeah. If they had him made used quicker cuts, they could they could have actually made it at least somewhat believable. Like you would have had to rewind and go in slow motion to really notice, but they just linger on these like obviously not real puppets. For a lot He's of a it. fake bust even when that woman's head expands, the two weeks broad. Yeah. When her head expands and there's Arnie in, uh, underneath, that is all 
fake Arnie too. Yeah. I don't know why that had to be fake Arnie there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why his face had to be all bubbling and shit. And... Why not just stop motion the yeah. fucking head around a real Arnie? I don't know. Like I'm thinking back. Like for '90, do I mind how this is now? It's not too offensive. It does borderline on silly, but that's like consistent with what I'd expect from Verhoeven and like Starship Troopers, for example. It's like. A lot Fair of that enough. is over the what top. What year was Starship Troopers? Later 90s, right? Yeah, I think so. It was after this, yeah. Because the effects in that are way better. Yeah, the absolutely the effects movie. are way better. Yeah. 1997. So yeah, that was many years later and had a much bigger budget too. Yeah. Yeah, much bigger budget. Um, I mean, that stuff's a shame double. because it's really noticeable, especially now. <clears throat> a lot of that, a lot of that makeup when he's doing the nose thing with that other thing, and then um, when everybody is outside in Mars. Yeah. Like whenever they're outside, exposed to that um, lack of atmosphere, I guess it was. They um, they have the worst fucking face makeup for that shit. Yeah. But all of that stuff isn't makeup though. Like the him pulling the thing out of his nose thing is like basically a plaster head they made of his head. Oh, I guess and that's then, what like, I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's all yeah. like movie makeup, movie magic, yeah. fucking monster magic, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Monster yeah, bad, guys, bad you know monster magic. But think about the set. Like how many times they blow through a wall and the wall is like an inch thick. Yeah. And like in the hotel room, like they come through the wall and the wall is like an inch thick. Yeah. Like yeah, everything is one sets. sheet of drywall in the future in fucking Total Recall. Yeah. And the sets are terrible. The sets are just awful. So like you have that crazy scene where he goes home and his wife attacks him. Yeah. <clears throat> and he doesn't know it's her. There's no way that he doesn't know it's her the whole fucking time. That makes no sense. Yeah. She cuts him real it's good. It's one room. Yeah. Their place is as big as mine. So it's like five or six hundred square feet and it's all one room. And she's yeah. shooting at him yep. and he's like, Get out get out of the apartment. Get out of the apartment. You're there's one room. Yeah. So then he grabs her, doesn't know it's her, and then she fucking stabs him and stuff. Did did anyone see the slice on his stomach? Yeah, that's a that was a vicious they, cut. Do you they ever show him again with his shirt off? Because nope. like he would have a gigantic cat like you would have needed like a Fifty stitches. Yeah, no, that crazy. was a bad cut. He'd be bleeding for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, uncomfortable. Like, all his shirt. He'd be so lethargic okay. by the end scene from Blood Loss. They'd just be like, say stuff, and they'd be like, "What do you say?" And he'd be like, oh, "So sleepy." He says, "I need to rest." Yeah, <clears throat> be horrible. Yeah, it would be. And then he goes, and then he goes on the crazy run, uh, and then he gets. How does he get in contact with that guy again? He goes to a hotel and that guy calls him on like a pay. Yeah, the guy's tracking him and says he has a case for him that has everything he needs to escape. And then we get another crazy chase scene and the the whole rogue Johnny Cab thing trying to kill him. Also, yeah, the Johnny Cab <laughs> thing. First of all, that Johnny Cab thing was a prick. So <laughs> if you're going to design a robot to drive people around as a cab, wouldn't it be like super nice? But the Johnny Cab was sarcastic and a douchebag. Yeah. So you're telling me that in the future... That they program cab drivers to be fucking dicks? Yeah. Like what? Like, that to me didn't make any sense. They're like, they have to then, be like old-time cabbies, even if that means they're pricks. <laughs> yeah, then when he when he gets out of the Johnny Cab and says he's not going to pay for it, it tries to run him down. Yeah. 
and then and then when it hit, he moves out of the way and hits the wall, it explodes yeah. in a gigantic explosion. Yeah. Well, I was guessing that thing was electric because it was the future. So why did it explode in a blaze of glory if it had no gasoline inside of it? Yeah, it makes well, so none of that made any. You ever see those cell phone batteries explode? Yeah, batteries can explode, but. I don't know that that whole thing with the but Johnny not like Cab. That. that was a huge gasoline explosion. Yeah, it was gigantic. It was such a big explosion that the bad guys noticed it, and they were like, "There was an explosion at the cement factory," because it was like a fucking nuclear bomb went yeah, off. Yeah, that Cab is true. Exploded. That is true. Yeah. Man, I was just the thinking. Only What's your explanation? It's just that Johnny Cab was a super alcoholic, so there's a ton of fumes in the car. <laughs> the creator is like, in my own image, I'm Johnny, I make Johnny Cab, and I like to drink scotch. Um, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking okay. of a scene earlier, too, when Michael Ironside and the blonde guy were chasing Arnold. This is in the scene after he escapes from the escalator where he uses the human shield. When he breaks the window to the train and jumps in, and then the the... The guy, two guys are just shooting like in every car at every window, just firing at the train, like willing to kill anybody to get Quaid. It's crazy. And then he screams, Yeah, ah! <laughs> yeah and then it cuts to a shot, and then it cuts to a shot after those guys shoot up the subway car, shoot windows, and would have definitely hit other passengers yeah. because of the way they showed them shooting. He's on the cab and are the the subway and everybody's acting completely normal like he's a normal passenger yeah, who yeah. just got on with a paid ticket. Yeah. Like no one is screaming, crying, there's no one dead. This They're happens all, all the like time. Riding along, reading like newspapers <laughs> and shit. It made no sense. And then everyone looks up at the T V to see the recall commercial and they're like, Oh, recall, yeah. Yeah, that's right. There was a commercial on while that was going on. I don't know how that TV survived the fucking blaze of glory. No. When he jumped through the window. No, no clue. And uh, and then he, uh, for some reason, the funniest thing that I laughed at the hardest is when he was listening to his little speech where he talks to himself on the biggest piece of shit computer. <laughs> his, the computer was made out of steel. Did you guys notice that? It was massive. It was like a steel laptop that he, he was listening to himself talk on. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he was eating chocolate bars. Mars bars. So, like, yeah. Well, I, well someone said Mars. I guess it was Mars I bars. I think they that were. funny. But so, like, he gave himself some little chocolate bars. Yeah, while we, he, we like, joked while about he that. Went his, like, we, we joked about that. Home. It would have been funny when he showed up at the hotel and got the safe deposit box. There was a few more Mars bars in there. It's kind of like a chuckle. But but then we were like, he'd be setting that up for himself. We were like, I think I'd like a Mars bar. So I'll put a couple of Mars bars in the briefcase with, uh, you know, all, No matter all what kind of chocolate bar it was, it, it would seem super weird that he put chocolate bars in it. <laughs> it would. But here's an apple and a banana. You want a treat. Yeah. A little treat, yeah. You're going to want a treat. You're going on a pretty tough ride here. Have a fucking snack. I guess. I guess. <clears throat> And then he uses the hologram or whatever. Yeah, uh, so he gets his... Got- well, I mean, he gets he gets captured again. Um, and then uh, there's a scene where Arnold is sleeping in his hotel room and there's a rap rap rapping at his door. And who is it other than the same guy that was in the commercial that he saw earlier is talking about recall, uh, telling him to swallow a pill so he can get out of the schizoid embolism he's in. And then they bring in his wife to try and convince him of this whole fucking mess. 
Um, that, so we assume that it was like an Elon Musk type guy who owned the company we call that they convinced like in less than a day's notice to go to Mars and talk to a guy who they wanted to trick into pretending that he was actually inside his recall thing. So unless that guy was a bad guy already and wasn't just like the owner of recall or he was a television commercial actor, either way, they had to get him to, to, to be, they had to convince him of this and then get him to travel to Mars. Yeah. Uh, so that made no sense. No. He's the owner and IT support, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, right? No. The, the, the face they put on things, even though it's not exactly a pleasant face. But, like, if we're to believe that this guy was doing something malicious, he quite easily knocked on the door and Arnold came to answer. Why wouldn't they have just had a squad of six guys standing outside with... Or, like, bust through his wall like they were going to do anyway. Like, they should have just come through when he was laying on bed. Like, you have a scanner... Looking through the wall, boom, he's in bed, sir. He's not near his weapon. Okay, get through there and shoot him three times. Done. We win. Instead, there's this whole, like, ambitious thing to get him to swallow a pill so he'll fall asleep. They got his wife to come back, too. They got his wife to go to fucking Mars. She even said she hated Mars and stomped his balls. Also, we forgot to mention that Arnold's balls take a Oh my god, she's, it's like, how could anyone hurt a man that big except go for his balls repeatedly? That's all she does. That's her move every time. It yeah. is. She stomps on his balls with high heel yeah. when he's on the ground. Yep. Yeah. But then she gets shot in the head. Arnold shoots her. Yeah, I don't know if that would fix the PTSD from the ball trauma you just took. Yeah, no. I feel like that's a long recovery time. Mentally. Yeah. That- we, we also forgot to mention that when he gets to Mars, he's using that suit that Brennan mentioned where he's some kind of a weird redheaded woman. Yeah. Who and and his, the technology is so good that that his suit can only say two weeks and that's it because <laughs> all that technology that got programmed oh, in until it's gonna blow up and then it says get ready for a surprise or yeah, whatever. Like why did it, it do say that? that perfectly? But it can't say anything but two weeks. Like he didn't even have to say anything in response. He could have just shaken his kept shaking his head until the security guy looked up at her or him yeah. her. See, he's not very up to date with his uh, with his terms. And then also, when he when he takes that thing off, where 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 its equipment is, where that mask is, is where his head would be. Yeah. So none of that made visually that didn't make any sense because <laughs> it it couldn't do what it did if his head was there. Like he like reaches in and twists the ear, and then a long cylinder comes out yeah where did that come that, from where his head would have been <laughs> yeah it doesn't it, i've always it, it thought that i don't whoever made that didn't didn't make it didn't make it make any they didn't give a fuck no they're, they're just, just like, like oh, it looks cool crazy do this so how does that get past the concept phase where he's like i'm gonna make a mask and they're like yeah and he's like but it's also a bomb and they're like what <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna wear a bomb on your face <laughs> Yeah, why would we do that? Could it be could it be a belt bomb uh, in the belt, and then would have a separate mask accessory? Nope. Yeah, where, and where did he get it? That wasn't that wouldn't have fit in his briefcase. Like you, you see the woman's dress, and I think a wig when he's moving stuff out of there. But that helmet never would have been anywhere in there. 
Unless the there was specific... obviously a skeleton to it. So, we we also haven't talked yet about the cab driver. What's his name again? Benny. five kids to feed. Benny. Benny. Screw you. For some reason, Benny's the most memorable character in this movie. He, and, and you want to go back to talking about Melina, or whatever her name is? So, Melina is his girlfriend, and he gets... He gets her upstairs. She takes him as a customer to her room upstairs in the hotel where she fucks dude for a living. And then she finds out that he slept with someone and is pissed off. Yeah. So his hooker girlfriend is super into monogamy, but only his monogamy. She just fucks dude for cash. But she's also, is she in the rebellion? Oh, yeah. She is. Oh, no, she is. Like, they know She's her. The they toss horror. her a machine gun. They're like, Melina! And then they throw her a machine gun. She's like, Chuck, Chuck. I'm like know, Lieutenant Melina. Because so, I always felt like she was just hanging out with him at the bar. And then, because she didn't seem to know about anything going on. Tony, the Tony guy, which Brent said was the foreskin guy, Hank. he seemed to be, like, into it. That's Hank Why don't you cut that at birth? Like, at birth, when the flap is probably smaller... And he's too young to remember. Maybe it happened Cut from exposure. Dead. He was out mining and he, like, some air got in and he, like, just I don't think headed. that's a flap. I Do think you know what a huge like... job is on that world? A moil. Moils all over that guy's home planet. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that that's a flap of skin. I think that's a spiral, like, into his flesh. Maybe. What? I, I, I thought that was just carved right into his flesh. It looked to me just like a huge, useless meat sock just flopped over his face. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, why do you but, need that? But yeah, Cut it off. We, we couldn't tell. But, is Melina a hooker who is also in the militia, or is she, like, in the militia and just plays to be a hooker, never actually bangs anybody I'll, up in her I'll, room? I'll, I'll I'm here why. to kill for the cause and suck dicks. <laughs> I'm all out of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Tell yeah. you, I'll tell you I'll tell you why that didn't make any sense. Because when they're in the catacombs where all the dead people are. Yeah, why? And those guys. What those catacombs? Guys come, <laughs> I, I, those guys come out from behind the dead bodies in the tombs or whatever. And yeah. they take her to the headquarters of the rebellion. She seemed like she had no fucking idea that that was there. She didn't know where they were going. So when they take, so like. I don't think she was a part of the rebellion. I think, I think she, she was, was a man. Who hunt? Well, then why didn't she know about their secret base? Why but was she, she, she knows people there? Schwarzenegger there? No, she knows the own the the head guy because she's like fighting for Arnold's life. They're like, we should just kill him, and she's like, no, listen to what he has to say. She seemed like she fit right in. I'll I'll give you that she didn't seem to know how to get there, but they also had that scene where doors were just closing and they ran through whatever. I also think she the probably, catacombs don't make sense because like. In Mars, she by the time we got door. by the time we get to Mars, right, we've done some interstellar travel a little bit anyway. I guess like inter, uh, whatever within our own galaxy, we could fly to Mars. Like, would we still build catacombs and leave bodies there to decompose to bone? Like that place would reek. Why was she? Why was also Copenhagen's best friend? <laughs> Cohagen. Date. Copenhagen's best friend. Is it, what is his name? Cohagen. <laughs> Noodle Okay, why was, why was Copenhagen, or whatever the fuck his name is, why was he, the most powerful man on Mars, his best friend, dating a hooker at the shittiest fucking 
Yeah. Hooker place in Venusville, the slum. Why? Yeah. Because they don't kink shame. Because they don't kink shame, Colin. How dare you? Well, now I'm just saying, so the richest guy with all the power and the money, best friend who also must be rich and powerful, dates a skeezy hooker from Venusville. And she did seem to know what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she was also what? So she's part-time hooker and part-time rebellion? Yeah. Like, is that also the thing? Yeah. It didn't seem I mean, like she was... Basic. It seemed like it was genuine for her that she was into Hauser or whatever his name was supposed to be. Like, so I don't know but what. Why would she? Why would a chick from the rebellion, who's also a prostitute and is super into the rebellion, date Hauser, who's the best friend of the guy who they're rebelling against? Yeah, that I, also makes no fucking sense. Maybe they didn't know, but like the yeah, the fact that. I don't know. And then some, somehow they sat down and said, okay, you're dating, you're dating Melina. We should definitely put a new personality in your head and lose you on earth so that you can find your way back to her somehow and get into the rebellion, yeah. which you couldn't as Hauser, but you can as Quaid. And they're like yeah, high five and at their plan. He was already dating someone in the rebellion as Hauser. Yeah. So like, why didn't he just say he loved her and convince her to get rid of, Oh, we haven't even talked about Quado yet. Of course we haven't. It's near the end, yeah. Quado, Jesus Christ. Quado's the best-looking yeah. animatronic thing in this movie. Yeah, he is, actually. He's pretty decent. It's a weird character, I, but this whole movie is just full of weird, so it's, it doesn't bug me. His voice, Quaid. It's very articulate for a, a, a stomach creature. No one yeah. would have, There's a reason why he's a secret, because no one would follow a, a fucking baby parasite. There's <laughs> a little stomach, baby popping out of your stomach, and they'd be like, it's Quato, and he knows things. You don't respect Quato like, eh, unless he's held not. both your hands. <laughs> Put your hands yeah. in mine. Then he learns everything about you, and he's like, I'll tell everybody you masturbate. <laughs> no, Quato, don't follow me. And and also the whole big deal at the end is that we haven't talked about yet, which they also show him when he's at Recall, yeah. is the alien artifact, which they think, because they're so fucking stupid, <laughs> they think is some kind, they don't know what it is, but they think maybe it's going to blow up the planet, or that's their excuse. Yeah. That it's. Like, but they don't know what it is, but there's also, all you have to do to turn it on, all you gotta do to turn it on is put your hand on the alien handprint thing. Yeah. So nobody ever did that when they first got in there. No. Like, hundreds of years ago when they found Mars. Yeah. Like, no one, like, touched that. Like, a janitor didn't walk by and go, oh, I'm gonna try to put my hand in this. I always like, kind of thought Hardy was spe the special guy. Like it was, it needed to be his hand. Uh, yeah, I, it, I don't why? think I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have liked man? that. I have no idea why. I'm surprised they no didn't do why. something <laughs> like that. They they could have had like some kind of a, um, what you call it, a prediction, um, a, 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 a story, like a story about though? the one. No, there's a name for it. Like a foreshadowing. No, an official the like one. scroll that has the. Tells what the future is going to be. What the fuck oh, do you prophecy. call that? Yes. Thank you. The worst story fucking progression bullshit ever is the prophecy. You were foretold the muscle man will come and then put your hand in the hand slot. But but if you look at the hand slot, though, it's clearly another of species of creatures 
hand that would go there. Yeah. So, like, it shouldn't even fucking work with the human hand. Like, if you got to match it up with the weird, like, alien handprint thing. So none of that made fucking any sense. And then Arnie uh, uses his... Also, his hologram thing makes no sense. It would not work. Yeah, no. What, 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 where is it, where is it, what's projecting the image if he's hiding behind a corner and wearing it on a watch? Like, is there, if there was a UAV or something that would fly overhead and go with it, I could see. <laughs> so, like, but my biggest issue is not even the technology. It's when all the bad guys surround the hol- the hologram and start firing, like, in a, in the craziest crossfire, 80% of in those a circle. men. Yeah. And it was, that in was a such circle. a wasted opportunity. They could have, like, had, like, this huge army of guys run in. And 80% of them die from that one thing Arnie does. And then Arnie and Melina could have kicked the rest of them more one-on-one. Um, Arnold takes the hugest yeah, they, risk, too, because of his, his uh, hologram thing, where he's uh, he stops and starts laughing. He's like, they won't shoot me if I pretend on the hologram. Ha, ha, ha. You think this is the real quit? It is. Blah, 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 blah. That, that's pretty risky. That's yeah, a, that's what else are you going to do at that moment? you got to take a chance. I, guess. I like that chance. Yeah. It's ball, like, it's ballsy like for sure. For that's just straight balls. Like he be that's the story he'd be telling that and like getting Richter's arms. And then I said, "See you with the potty." Like the <laughs> that's like that used to be my favorite line, but now that's all just bad. And then also quickly, as we're thank God nearing the end of this, uh, I feel like I'll, I'll just like let my let my opinion. This piece of shit. Um, so they kidnap Hauser. And uh, they proved to him that he's actually a bad guy who they, like, tricked into thinking he was a good guy. And then they take Melina and they put her in the chair and they're going to make her his girlfriend. Like, they're going to brainwash her. Instead of killing her, they're going to brainwash her so he can have a brainwashed girlfriend. (laughs) That also, to me, made no sense at all either. It's a bit of a stretch. It's better than dying, though. I guess. Better for for her, but, like... Yeah. Why? Why would they? Can't he get his own women? Like he's like super powerful and rich. Yeah, now. Why you, you would think. Why does he need a subservient like, woman? I guess it's if it's uh, Co Higgins' idea of what should be a good woman, but probably Hauser be like, "What the fuck is with this chick? She's too appreciative." He likes hookers. He's like, he's like, could we not? <laughs> he likes hookers, he's like, right? He's already <laughs> proven he likes hookers. So if she's if she's gonna be like this nice wife type, he's gonna be like, no. They have to suck on the oh. dicks. <laughs> like, also, do you like, like Melina? Why? Why would you have to? So, so that machine specifically, like they've done this in the past. So that machine just specifically turns women into subservient <laughs> slaves, sex <laughs> slaves, or whatever. Like, are they just guessing? Is this the first time they've done it? I don't like, know. They must have done this in the past. The other they funny must like, be able to code really, it in. Just before they take him down to yeah, reprogram them. Like, they're yeah. like punching like <laughs> subservient woman to man. Yeah. And then they're like and then they push start or something. Yeah. It's that probably a bunch sense. of sliders. <laughs> like subservient <laughs> or a very independent thinker. They'd be like yeah. super whore or very virgin <laughs> And if you're gonna get that done, do you really wanna do that? If you're a Hauser, do you want your your wife that's gonna obey and love you to be like the the Venusville prostitute? Yeah. Who like is like been banging a bunch of dudes? Would you like would rather have a different woman as your girlfriend? I don't They're going to erase her memory, and for the rest of their lives together as man and wife, people will recognize her, 
and be like, hey, I fucked you on Mars. Yeah. And he'd be like, why do people keep saying that? Why do they keep saying that? What have you been doing? They'd be divorced in a year. They would, man. So just in, just in the scene before they take them to go for reprogramming, um, Cohagen happily shows Quaid the recording of Hauser revealing the the, the, the the true story. And I was like, I was like, man, like Hauser would have to be a huge dick. He's like, oh, oh let me record the message to my other personality being a huge dick. Loud, I'll tell him to fuck himself. It's so funny. And he'd be laughing his whole off. Like there's, he's so mean in that message. Like that's my body now. They should have just taken it. Like that, none of that needed to happen. That yeah, made Arnie freak out talked, worse. Why yeah, push your talked, own buttons before you do that? I don't know. Yeah, we we talked about this. You're right. He was like, "Okay, now Hauser, before we go through this whole plan, it's your chance to sit down and rub in your own face yeah. that you fucked over you." And he's like, "Great idea. Let's do that. Let's record a video of me." Rubbing it in my own face—it doesn't even make any fucking no, sense. It doesn't. No one would do that. Nobody would do that's that. That's the weirdest. That's the weirdest fucking thing that someone would want to do. Unless, okay, so here's another theory. You know how he left himself a chocolate bar because he knows he likes chocolate bars and he wants to be like a little treat for himself. <laughs> yeah. He also yeah. gets off on being like shamed and put down like those dominatrixes <laughs> do. So he's like, he's like, I'm gonna give myself a little sexual arousal right before I undergo the memory change. He's like. Look at you! Uh, I'm better than you. Uh, take your life back! And he's like, "Oh, I'm getting a fear boner." He's like, uh, uh, it, "Probably what not, happens." Except he's not going to remember it because his memory's going to be erased. Yeah. No, it's just a little treat before he goes back. I guess it doesn't serve any purpose. No one would remember it. Only Cohagen benefits because he'll have seen the before and after of that. But like Quaid yeah, Hauser, no one remembers. I mean, theoretically, the other guy's dying. Hauser or whatever the fuck is dying and becoming someone else, right? Yeah, That's going to be his last memory as that person. Yeah. That's death, essentially. Essentially, Why not give is. yourself a little boner before you die? Yeah. Okay, but Cohaven or whatever his fucking name is, <laughs> could, like, tell him about it, I guess. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. He's like, oh, you should have seen the look on your face when you left it in that you fucked yourself. <laughs> you, what the fuck? You look like such a dickhead. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I have security footage because my whole office is wired. I have the whole thing on tape. Let's watch it. Here's the part where you tell yourself to fuck off. <laughs> Everybody at the party be laughing look. and toasting champagne. Yeah. Like, Dang, oh, you're such yeah. a dickhouser. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they show it at the party. They show it at the party. That would be so funny. Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. How did we ever think that this was a good movie? I don't don't know. I remembered it so fondly. Why don't you call it, Colin? Because we know what you think already. So let's get that out of the way. Yeah, big thumbs down for me here. So the worst part is is at the end of the movie when, uh, I mean, they're all worst parts. But, I mean, it, it gets worse and worse as it goes on. And at the end, of course, like I said earlier, he shoots out into space where he's going to die. And I've got to imagine that would take seconds. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You guys tell me the temperature. Like, don't you? I don't, I don't know what happens when there's no environment. But I know that you're, you're dead. You're going to die yeah, like, yeah. real quick. Pretty, pretty right? quick. Your face so, for sure doesn't become plastic. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't do some kind of weird thing with your face. You probably just explode. Who fucking knows? We'll have to look it up. What hap- would happen if you got launched out into space yeah. with no suit on or no protection? But it'll be very quick. Second, 
But, like, the biggest insult is they expect us to believe that maybe if this is real, that in an environment that human beings could live on would happen in the same amount of time to save his and Melina's life. And that is fucking... It's insulting. It's insulting and embarrassing. <laughs> and the fact that that's the end of this movie, and is it based on a book? That yeah. can't be what happened in the book. That must have been changed. Anyway... No, I mean, this, the directing is bad, the acting is bad, nothing makes sense. It's one of the worst scripts ever. The set design is awful. I don't know, should I leave some stuff for you guys? It was shit. <laughs> That's it. It doesn't hold up. What, what would you uh, do if I said this movie had won an Academy Award? Was it for special effects? Yeah, visual effects. Get and the it, fuck out of And it was nominated for sound and sound effects editing. Wow, because the sound yeah. was shit. That makes sense since this movie came out in 73. Oh, it didn't? <laughs> then it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> what do you think? It what, also what? looks 70s as well. Why does all of this movie look 70s? Okay, Colin, just to answer your question before, a slight detour. Uh, this is from the, biz- the website Business Insider, and it is what would happen if you were in space without a suit? What would happen if you went into space without a spacesuit? Whatever you do, don't hold your breath. The vacuum of space will pull the air from your body. So if there's air left in your lungs, they will rupture. Oxygen in the rest of your body will also expand. You'll balloon up to twice your normal size, but you won't explode. Your skin is elastic enough to hold you together. Um, any exposed liquid on your body will begin to vaporize. So the surfaces of your tongue and eyes will boil. Uh, without air in your lungs, blood will stop sending oxygen to your brain. You'll pass out after about 15 seconds. 90 seconds after exposure, you'll die from asphyxiation. It's also very cold in space. You'll eventually, eventually, though, freeze thaw. You'll be dead before that. Uh, depending where you are in space, this will take 12 to 26 hours. But if you're close to a star, you'll be burnt to a crisp instead. Either way, your body will remain that time for a long, long time. Gut bacteria will start to eat you from inside out, but not for long. So you will decompose very slowly. You'll be floating in space, unchanged for millions of years. Who knows? Maybe an advanced alien race will discover you. They say wow. that's not important. That the took a weird turn, important. yeah. But that first part was nasty. So I think ninety seconds is basically what I'm seeing, but uh, or was hearing there. But I think after like twelve to fifteen seconds, you're you're like irreparably done. Yeah, oh, like yeah. his eyes, his eyes and his tongue would no longer exist after yeah. fifteen seconds. So then he would just suffer for like another like seventy five seconds with no eyes and no tongue. Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds pretty terrible. The biggest question here is that these people that are all fucked up looking on Mars, they say that happens because they were exposed to the atmosphere. Their mutations happened through exposure to Mars atmosphere. Arnold and Molina get major exposure. Oh yeah. And so when they float back and their face kind of fucking looks normally again after the the um, atmosphere like terraforms or whatever the fuck, um, that's got to be super ter- temporary before their forehead fucking head comes in or whatever. That big flap of skin or the three tits. What if Arnie gets three tits? He might. He might. That's going to happen. Yep. Something's going to happen. The mutation comes from that. Even even though even even if even if you could convince me that in like 90 seconds there could be a complete environmental change on a planetary scale <laughs> they would never not all the shit that happened to them in those 90 seconds would never be reversed no no so, 
So they would be twice the size, and they'd have no eyes and no tongues, and yeah. they would be writhing on the ground, dying. Yeah. Like and like, are begging someone, but with no tongue, they couldn't understand them. Yeah. To kill them. Yeah. Because they'd be a bloated, tongueless, eyeless ball of shit. Yeah. So like, even if the oxygen came to them, they they would that would be worse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they'd all they look might like live for a couple of minutes. They'd all look like Eric Stoltz. Yeah. <laughs> now, Eric, him now though, right? Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What okay, you... and before you guys do your conclusions, because I'm gonna forget this, have you guys ever seen the best of the best with uh, Eric Stoltz? No, 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 I don't think so. If I did, it was a long time ago. Oh, wait, I'm talking it's about a fighting Eric show, the isn't it? What are you talking it's a fighting about? movie. <laughs> best of the best. Is it a fighting? Oh, yeah, it's a fighting movie, but it's not Eric Stoltz, it's Robert... Yeah, I'm Julio, talking Eric Julio. Stoltz in the mask. I'm not saying they would look like uh, Eric Stoltz, Eric, like sorry. a modern-day Eric Stoltz. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it's, it's Eric Roberts, it's Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts, in a movie called The Best of the Best, and it's, uh, it's a tournament-style martial arts movie. Yeah. Oh, I have Similar seen to that. Blood Sports. Yeah. I have seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always liked that when I was a kid, so I thought maybe it was a whole-up movie. Anyways, which yeah. one, who wants to go next? Brent, Brent, you do it. Um, I really wanted to say hold up because the idea of the story, um, that he's actually a bad guy that erases his memory for this big convoluted plot to take out mutants. Um, and then he's going to restore his body, but instead the guy that has memory erased, uh, actually believes in the cause and fucking pursues it. Yeah. It's all really weird. Um, <laughs> and it's really actually kind of a cool idea that you would, um, actually be bad at the end of the movie do you know what i mean like yeah. i like that whole part of it it's a little bit crazy yeah um but but that's but it didn't work and then none of the other movie parts worked either <laughs> um quato is the most disturbing character in a movie for a long time a uh, little stomach baby i won't soon get over that uh i don't have a lot to say about this movie <laughs> clearly um it's fun to watch because it's hyper violent and it's fucking super uh, campy and kind of not good, which is the exact type of movie that I like to drink and watch because it's hilarious to laugh at. But aside from that, it doesn't hold up as a real movie um, or as a real story or as a real whatever. And the effects are fucking garbage and make me want to puke in my hat. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> and they won an Academy Award. Yeah, that's, that's really that's really surprising to me, to be honest. Okay, Academy should ask. I want to know what this is up against. Yeah, that, I feel that like would they be had to have better effects then. Maybe. Right? I don't know. Ninety-three. Yeah, you'd think. Ninety. Oh Jesus! Wasn't it ninety? Yeah, it was ninety. Uh, well, like ten years before the Matrix. I got nothing new to say. Uh, I, I agree with Brent that this movie is like in in many scenes very fun to watch. Um, shit, sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna. St okay, fuck's sake. <clears throat> We're good. When did it stop? It didn't. It just it's not showing the waveforms like I want them to. So I'm just gonna hurry up and we gotta get through this. Um, I, I, I'd like to say that this movie, yeah, I got nothing new to say about it from what you guys said. It, it does not hold up. Um, it, it's kind of fun to watch and it's like really hyper violent and gory in a, in a weird and strange way. Like people getting iron rods pressed through their skull and axed in the chest, axed in the groin shot, like crazy shooting, crazy shooting, execution style shooting stuff. 
Um, but ultimately, the, there's just elements of the story that don't that don't do it. And I used to think this movie was more of a mind fuck, but it's only a mind fuck in that you shouldn't think about it too much. So it can be a little bit of fun, but it doesn't hold up, and uh, that's too bad because I had super fond memories of this movie. Super fond. Yeah. Boo. Um. So what was the reigning champion? I, before from our movie things. I believe it was still Bloodsport, was it not? No, nope, yeah, Bloodsport, Bloodsport got no. Bloodsport got taken over by. Uh... No, Bloodsport's still the champ, baby. Yeah, because Hard Target did not. No, uh, our target didn't. Under Siege didn't. No, we no, didn't do we Under did. Siege. We didn't do yet. Under Siege yet, but Running not Man under did not. Siege. Out for Justice. Yeah, Out for Justice did. Running Man. Yeah. Did we do Cliffhanger yet? No, that's coming not up. Yet. So, yeah, so Bloodsport was the champion, and, oh, oh, this movie is fun. This movie doesn't quite have the heart, but it had some cool stuff with Quato and some of the gunplay. I, uh, Would you rather watch this or Bloodsport? I'd That's rather watch... If you could only watch one of these again, one one of these again ever... Uh, Bloodsport. You had to, actually. Bloodsport. A gun to your head. Bloodsport. A gun to your head, because I would only watch it with a gun to my head. So, Brent, <laughs> a gun to your head. A gun to your head, Brent. Which one would you want? Okay, so do you know, I was actually having a tough time thinking about it until you said that. And when you said you could only watch one of these ever again... I, I thought, could I never see Total Recall again? Yeah. And then I thought, could I never see Bloodsport again? And the answer is a solid no. I need to see Bloodsport again. <laughs> um, and Bloodsport for me is the one. After I take a shower. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I if I had to watch one of these two movies again, uh, I don't know. The violence in this is worth like checking out every once in a while, but everything. One hundred percent. The action is okay at times. Yeah. I mean, these are both, they're both really bad. I mean, I'll, I'll just... doesn't matter what I say. It's already two to one. So even if I said Total Recall... But we're interested to know. Camp, so. We're interested to know. Which, I, I, I don't know. I, I got a gun to your I head. Hate this. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just say Bloodsport's a champ. <laughs> All right, you guys love it. Your love of it still baffles and confuses me, but... It's infectious, though. We can tell you're hooked now into Frank Dukes. Yeah, but... Anyway, so we do have some fun movies coming up. We have uh, we have Demolition Man with Stallone, yeah, coming up, and then Cliffhanger yep. and Under Siege with Steven Seagal, yeah, and not necessarily in that order. And we'll see if we can unseat Bloodsport, the unlikely champ, through I don't know five or six weeks so far of I would have never guessed and that would be the case. I would have thought Bloodsport would have actually been probably the worst movie up until now. Despite uh, my love I mean, for it, I would have thought I mean, it was, like, it, by all accounts, yeah, the worst one. Yeah. Just in case nobody listened to the Bloodsport podcast before they listened to this one, Bloodsport did not hold up. No. That is not what we are saying. No. It was a definite did not hold up. Yeah, but no, we're, we're saying, just doing, like, a championship. None of these yeah, movies, the, not a single one is held up yet. These, yeah, uh, yeah, nothing's held up yet, but we're still... I'm, I have huge high hopes for under siege. I have really high hopes for Under Siege. I don't know. I'm telling you, I feel. I would have said. I would have said this one, and I did. Uh, I had high hopes for this one to let me down. So now I'm thinking Seagal is just going to suck too bad for Under Siege. I don't know. My hope is Demolition Man. Out of all those, that's my hope. (sighs) I I never had as fond memories of, but um, yeah, we'll have to see. Well, you'll have to see too, audience. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope everybody out there is safe and healthy. We've been seeing your views jump in from Denmark, 
from Italy. You guys are awesome. Keep listening. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time with some crappy action movies. Maybe a good one. So enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.